Okay, it's recording. And then tickets out for gone. Turning back, she just laughs. The boulevard is not that bad. All right. Yeah, hey, what's up? Uh, welcome to LE2B presents Plot Smokers. Um, if you don't know the plot, the uh, the premise behind the show, it's uh, I have a guest come on, and before they get on, they or they before they come on, they get really high, and then uh, I start talking about a movie, and they have to explain the plot. It's very, and it gets really hilarious really fast. So today uh, we're going to do the movie Almost Famous, the 2000 Cameron Crowe classic. Uh, he won. Uh, the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, and uh, our guest today is is our friend and you know regular and, and former co-host of, of uh, LE2B, Alex Pachera. Hey, hey, what's how's up, it man? Going, Tom, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm man. good. So you, you you're good and high, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Cool. <laughs> Are, so, uh, so you don't you don't right? I don't. No, you don't partake. No, okay. I don't. I think that nothing would get done. That's um, true. This would be bad. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I would just forget to ask. I'd forget what the movie is, and you know, when it'd probably be a lot funnier. But to us, yeah, yeah, maybe for to us, but then not not even <laughs> coherent. Yeah, yeah, which is that's really all I want is just entertain us. So okay, well, um, okay, so you know, before we get into, so almost famous. Uh, is this, this you said this is one of your favorite movies, right? Yes, it is definitely one of my favorite movies. I would say criminally underwatched by. Uh, people i don't know i feel like a lot of people i i tell that a lot of people i'll be like you know almost famous you know one of my favorite movies and then they'll be like you know i've never heard of it or are you talking about the show and i'm like what show i don't even apparently wait there's, there's a, a show movie. called almost famous apparently that that people seem to think i'm talking about when i say this movie yeah here let me i can look it up people say you, what they've never heard of this movie yes I guess wow. they're young people. They're, they're this movie's. Are you hanging years. out with a lot of toddlers? I hang out with thirteen-year-olds, like in this movie. Uh, Kate Hudson is supposedly sixteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Wild. Twenty-one years old, by the way. It's two thousand. Um, um, so, okay, let's um, to start with, can you give me like a um, I don't know, like a you know two to three sentence synopsis of almost famous. I know that's hard because it's a very long, sprawling movie. You had to kind of encapsulate it, you know, for like when you go through the guide on TV and it explains. It has like two sentences. What would your description be of? of almost uh, I don't know. I don't really write those, so this might not be the right format. But uh, let's let's okay. Well, let's try it. Let's um, pretend you do. And so you know. awkward boy, uh, awkward boy journalist uh, goes on tour with a rising rock band. In the 1970s, uh, he meets girls, groupies, or band-aids, as they call them, who sort of teach that him about life because he's been a sheltered boy. This is a, not a good one. I've already rambled. You Fuck, started really. Start. You started really strong. Really, I did. What did you I did. say? <laughs> you said something like an awkward boy. Um, yes, yes. Goes on tour with with a rock, a rock band. band. And then I in started the going in the 70s. Yes. Okay. I, I think, start. and actually that's probably enough. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> sorry. Cause I know you wanted, you, you probably were tempted to like bring in the other plot points, but yeah, I just love this movie so much. And then I, I get excited. 
Yeah. First of all, there, there's a couple of things. So do you know, what do you know about the, um, do you, do you know Cameron, that it's kind of based on Cameron Crowe's experience? Yes. Cam, uh, my mom definitely explained that to me a few times. I had never really known or heard of Cameron Crowe when I saw this movie, even years after I saw this movie, I didn't know who that was. Uh, I didn't. I just thought it was a story. I didn't even know it was based on a real thing. Until you um, about until until about five years ago, like you know, like when. Oh, did you? So, how old were you when? You, when did you see it when it came out in two thousand? I, I saw it pretty early on. I I don't think two thousand because I was only eight. So I think I saw it when I was like thirteen, fourteen, probably coming of age, like you know, around that age. And you and you liked it immediately. Loved it the, from the first time I saw it. Yeah. Okay. I will say before. Um, I so I watched it again last night. I hadn't seen, and I I realized how long it had been since I'd seen it. How long? And I, I I mean, I saw it in the theater in two thousand, and I I loved Jerry Maguire, you know, oh, yeah. which Cameron Crowe made, and so yeah. I was really looking forward to this. And um, when I saw it in the theater, I remember I was kind of disappointed because I like had mm. such high expectations of it, and um, hmm. so I was like, yeah, it was all right, but um. Over the years, I've seen like scenes. I've never really watched it all the way through, but last night I watched it all the way through, and I found. I guess the one I had rented was they have like a longer version. Have you seen the longer version? The extended version is the one I just watched recently. Yeah. So, um, the, I think the longer version is is a lot better. It's it, much better. Yeah. It, it's like it's one of the rare occasions where like a longer version makes the movie better. Yes. Yes. It fills in a lot of gaps. I I don't understand why they cut those scenes. Uh, I yeah. think because they were like, it can't be. I think I guarantee the studio was like, you have to get rid of all, all this shit. It has to be like two hours. Yeah, because it ends up being the extended version is like two and a half hours, right? Yeah, something like that. So, a lot. so can we? All right. So can you kind of like take me through the like the plot? Like you know, maybe start us out and you know, like what happens at the beginning, and then like maybe the major plot points as you kind of remember. And as I remember, yeah, am I allowed to cheat or no? This is the whole game. To be high, you can. Do this. Uh, you mean cheat like you looking at it online? <laughs> I go to plotsynopsis.com and I literally. <laughs> well, read. I mean, no, nah, I mean, <laughs> if you can prove, try to just to prove that I'm an amazing, excellent. Yeah, pot I mean, smoker. this isn't like a test. You're yeah, not gonna, I, know, like, I don't know you why don't I'm win like, anything. I'm being so like <laughs> ego, like maniacal right now. Like I have to be good at this. That's uh, my other podcast where I get people uh, high and then make them read plot synopses. Yeah, <laughs> that's the other one. I'll do that one. Yeah, that one's um, good. I know what I'm gonna do for that one uh, i have another one coming out it's where people smoke crack yeah yeah oh wow <laughs> and then they have crack? to explain their favorite book <laughs> that's it that's gonna be a tough combination i feel like. yeah um so okay yeah let me do it from from memory um if you yeah that would no yeah yeah no um i can see you reading so I'm the first kidding. thing I remember, no, I'm not reading. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, the first thing, the first thing I remember is he's a very young boy in school, and the other boys are like maturing faster than him, and you're seeing that, and he looks like really young, and then he finds out that his mom, uh, not only skipped one grade for him, but then lied to him, and she actually skipped fifth grade for him too. So he's thinking he's 12, 13. Meanwhile, he's like 10, 11 years old. You know, growing up, yeah, you're going through, you know, not going through puberty yet while all his peers are. So he's like a loser. They establish that immediately that he's like an outcast, weirdo, pipsqueak, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that that's important. I think that sets the. It is. Thing. It's yeah. like, you know, kind of showing um, where it all comes from, like why he he's is kind of an outcast is. from the beginning. Right. And so he, uh, but then his sister leaves home because his mom is like very uptight. Uh, and so 
his sister. She's who plays his in, mom? What I know her name, but it's it's escaping me right now. I know Zoe Deschanel plays his sister, but I don't oh, know. Who plays okay, I'm glad. Mom. I'm surprised you know that one instead of this one. Oh, who is it? I know her name, right? Uh, the uh, she won like I think she just won an Oscar. Frances McDormand. Frances McDormand. I I she knew wins that. Oscars like every really year. Good. She was really good in this. Um, she is really good. She looks really young in it too. I was like, wow. Um, and she's playing like I guess like a kind of a middle aged mother. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, so then what? All right. So, so the, the sister, sister leaves. leaves and she sh- she goes. But as she leaves, she goes. This is the most important part of the movie, actually. As she le- or like not the most important part, but it's uh it's one of the three lines. She she's leaving, and then uh, a camera p- p- goes to her face, and it's like a super close up. And Zoe Deschanel comes into frame, as if like talking down to. It's like through his ten year old eyes. So yeah. She comes down into frame, and she says, "One day you will be cool." And then she says, "Look," and then she whispers, "Look under your bed; it'll set you free." And then she leaves, and that's she left a bunch of rock records under his bed, and, and then there's a montage of music. And he's basically just discovering like it becomes clearly he's a kid who has nothing and he's confused and he's sad. And then he finds like he finds rock music from his sister, who is like the cool, like, you know, non outcast. So uh, and then then it starts to push forward and he's in high school. So that's the whole beginning, though. Yeah. Okay. And then what happens when he's like, what's one of the next big plot things that kind of kicks the story more into into motion? Uh, so then it's just like, you know, uh, he he meets Lester Bangs. So Lester Bangs is this uh, uh, music journalist, like a rock journalist, which I guess that was a like. Had a you heard back. of him before? Again, I maybe not the first time I saw the movie, but I know he was a, a thing. Now, Actually, I wasn't sure if he was a fictional character or a real guy. He's real. He's not based on a guy. He's a real guy. That's his no. Name. He's really that's that's really the guy. I mean, that's not him, but th- that's a real say, character. He's amazing in this. Uh, uh, God, the weed is actually fucking with me. Philip Seymour Hoffman is amazing in this. As Lester yeah, Bangs. no, he's really good in it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. so he meet they, he meets Lester Bangs. Lester Bangs is apparently what magazine does Lester Bangs write for? Uh Cream. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Is that uh, okay? Cool. Yeah, you got it. Uh, cream, yeah. So, so cream magazine was that a real magazine, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. You see, like I'm not, I wasn't sure of all this stuff, so I'm actually learning about that. Uh, that they were real names. I thought they were like based on names. Anyway, they, uh, he's writing in letters or like you know, uh, journalist articles, basically to Lester Banks to just just because the kid is obsessed with rock music. He's a weirdo, and he writes about music. And so Lester Banks says the writing's cool. But he he's like rocks about to die. You're getting into it at the wrong time. But then you know he gives him like a thirty dollar job and tells him to go meet Black Sat or yeah do do a thirty dollar. I'll give you thirty dollars to do a story to do uh sorry do a thousand words on Black Black Sabbath. I think is the line. And then the the scene cuts to William in the car with his mom on the way to Black Sabbath. And that's actually a hilarious scene. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome to DMR, Dewey's Movie Reviews, an Australian-based podcast reviewing all the latest and greatest movies out there, all of the newest series on streaming platforms, an interview here and there, and of course, all the celebrity goss as well. So if you're looking for a high-quality movie and series review podcast, look no further than DMR, Dewey's Movie Reviews. The red carpet treatment. 
Because what what she the mom does something right to embarrass she, well, she's him. She's like terrified. She's like all these people are freaks and they're drugs and 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 look at them. And then there's guys going up to the car like want to get high. It's like so over the top. And doesn't like, she yell something at him? Yeah, she goes. Uh, she goes. Uh, don't do drugs. And then the, everyone's like, don't do drugs. And then she realizes <laughs> she's being like a dork. Right. And, right. And embarrassing him. And he's like, all right, all right, all right. So then the. The next part is do you, so he's like at the back door or something. Yes. So uh, like yeah, some sort of like back entrance to the to the gig. Can you tell me is this the beginning before the concert or after the concert? I think it's right before the concert. Yeah. Yeah. It is right. I always thought it was after, but it is before. It's before, and Stillwater's opening up, and they're so late that they're even after Black Sabbath getting there. That's the whole. That's how he gets in, right? And how he can't. He's he, so. How does he get into the? Um... Well, so he can't get in at first. He he at first goes. I'm I'm writing for Cream Magazine. The guy. I think he's. Is it Judah Friedlander? It's the guy that looks like Judah. No, Friedlander. it's not him. But it does look like. It him. does look like a fat version of Judah. Judah's not as fat anymore. But um. Yeah, it's like it's like a Judah Friedlander without the uh, physique. Right, without the the current physique. Right, <laughs> and he um he uh. He's like, no, no. He keeps turning away. He says, you're not on the list. You're not on the list. You're not on the list. But then Stillwater comes. They're late. And then they're running in. And the kid's like, hey. Uh, and he tries to get an interview at least with Stillwater because he then he could at least write a story for Lester Banks. Um, and they're like, get away. We do it for the fans. But then he impresses them. He knows all their first names. And he's like, I am a fan. You know, I just want to write a story. Why do they? Yeah. Why do they change their tune so fast? Do you think? Because they they realize he's a fan. They re, they they're like, oh, we love because they, they're fucking driven by like adoration. It's a clear like the, they're they're the, they're like comics. They're like comedians now, and, uh, like us now. It's like you know they at first thought he was like a writer and they're like a journalist and like you know someone's trying to smear them. But then they realized when he said everything about their album and their first names and was a fan he's like oh this kid's just a fan so we like him now so you know yeah. it was like a but but that doesn't even work because he still tries to get in then but then he can't so he has to go up with the girls right and then the girl oh no that's i fucked no, that, that up. already happened I fucked, I fucked it up all no right. it's all right this do we end like... the podcast now is that is it it's over yeah that's it all right you lose one mistake okay <laughs> all right someone electrocute him <laughs> oh, um God. what did i sign up no so and then he and then what happens after that he gets in because the girl doesn't the girl come out and get him or something oh, no, no, no he gets still in water with still lets water. water lets yeah. him in the band lets him in because he because they're yeah he's a fan and um, then and then what happens geez he meets a bunch of people he meets like the roadie from the allman brothers band he like it, he reunites with the, the groupies the girls like kate hudson and team and what are they um, called uh, besides band-aids they are called right. band-aids and they're they, they don't they think group the term groupie is offensive yeah you know, they and what's like, the name of the main band-aid penny lane and um do you is that a real was that based on someone real based on a fi- a, a song a beatles song right? no but that character i mean oh i don't know is that do you know the do you know i think i think it's based on some real groupie i, I, I think it's an amalgamation of 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 a bunch of groupies probably yeah i think so and I how think old it, is she she is supposed to be 16 in the movie she is in real life she was 21 that's insane right and she, how, looks, she, she looks incredible in this movie this is like she phenomenal. does and she kind of looks 16 ish right uh-huh yeah oh wow we have a meeting will end in 10 minutes no why is that though it says contact your it team to upgrade zoom pro they're really making us do it 
Uh, that's okay. We'll just we'll just start it again. I'll let you know. Okay. Fine. I don't know why that's happening, but okay. So you have ten minutes to get through the. All right, so let's get to the. Um, no, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll be able to extend it. It'll be so fun. what? Um, okay, so um, so what's the next like big big thing that happens? Um, so fuck. I mean, now I'm starting to get like this is a really hard movie to explain. It gets long. Uh, they, what happens? Well, he meets all the people. He meets Russell and the band. They like him. He starts like interviewing them. But what's like what else happens after that? Like, what's the big? Oh yeah, well thing he kind of kicks into the. Oh well, he rest gets a call. Movie. But I don't know how he gets this call. But he gets a call from Rolling Stone. Am I skipping a bunch of shit? No, this is it. This is the. So big. why does he get that? Yeah, some somehow Rolling Stone hears about his article he wrote about Stillwater. I guess that night, right? You don't remember how he? I finds think it that's out it. I think. I think he how? says something like, "We we read some we of read your stuff your in shit Cream." In Cream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember okay. the name of the Rolling Stone guy? Oh, fuck. Ben something? He's an Asian guy named Ben. Ben Fong Torres. All right. That's cool. I, I don't remember that. That's ben a Fong real Torres. guy. That was a real guy. Really? Okay. Okay. Wow, and then cool. what And what does he say to him? He's like, hey. He's like, like your stuff, dude. And then Will like, is pretending to be like an adult. And so they have like a phone relationship. And he's like, yeah, I want to do, uh, we want you to do 3,000 words on Stillwater or whatever. Go on tour with them. Uh, you know, um, everything's paid for, all that kind of stuff. And he like accepts it, of course. So then he has, you know, he goes on tour with Stillwater, and that's like the the whole chunk of the movie starts. Yeah, and then like what ha- when he goes on tour with them, what 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 starts to happen? Uh, <laughs> I mean, so much shit. <laughs> yeah. Like like um, like, like what? Okay. What are some things you remember? Uh, I remember. Um, oh man. Uh, so he is like enamored with uh, uh, Kate Hudson, Penny Penny Lane. Uh, she's like showing him around. Um, they they get electrocuted at one of their gigs, which is pretty interesting. Who uh, does the, the band Stillwater? Uh, their microphone. The whole band. Yeah. I th- well, well, fucking. Uh, what's his name? Okay, Russell. Russell. Yeah, Russell. Do you know the, that the actor's name? You know what? I should. I don't. Uh, <laughs> what is his? Oh, name? Um, Billy Crudup. Is that his name? Billy Crudup. I wouldn't. Have got yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Um. Not yeah. sorry. He's, he's what's his, his last name in the character's name? Russell shit that's right i don't know i don't know his last russell hammond russell shit russell hammond that's okay yeah so keep and then they get he gets electrocuted and then what happens uh well the band they get into a fight with like the the guy that the guy who's managing the show and And who's that who who plays that guy oh i I have no idea that's a guy mark maron what oh shit that's mark maron the guy who's yelling at them when they leave yeah lock the gate that's yeah, from his Mark podcast yeah, and it's yeah. in this movie when he says lock the gate yeah yeah because they explode out the gate lock right. the gate okay wow i should have known that i i just i don't i don't know I guess he looks I different know. i guess he does man I've, I've always associated that guy as just that guy and not Mark. yeah Martin. he doesn't have very but um so then they go through the gate right and then what yeah. and then what does something happen with well How's the band getting along when they're on oh, the road? Oh God! I mean, it's a, yeah, that's a whole thing. It's a night, yeah. The, so the lead singer and the and the the Russell, the guitar player, so Jason Lee, and this other actor's name I can't remember, uh, Billy Crudup, Billy Crudup, yeah. They uh, have this terrible relationship that just basically kills the band. Uh, the lead singer, he kind of has lead singer disease, like he wants to like be the face of the band, and 
but everyone likes Russell and Russell's like the, the, supposedly Russell's the more handsome one, even though they're both like super attractive men. And like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, like, and then they get these shirts this one day and it, this is a hilarious scene. They get these band shirts and it's like, and, and let me caveat this with the bass player and the drummer are basically meant to be uh, ornaments in the room with them. They literally never speak. And I think it's done intentionally as like it like over the top like oh these guys don't matter at all in the band the whole band is just yeah. the lead singer and the guitar player but uh anyway so they're um oh fuck so what was i just about to say what, what happens with the shirts? the shirts the shirts yes the shirts so they get these shirts their manager is russell's friend and he's not really a real manager he's like kind of like a guy you know like like an amateur and uh he gets these shirts he's all excited he brings them in he's got the cardboard they're they're in the boxes and he's like we got the shirts and then jason lee picks up one of the shirts and what's wrong with it and it's kurt uh kurt Kurt, what's his last name uh i can't remember wait who's kurt oh no you mean russell russell Russell. wow my god (laughs) did i just do that holy shit are you were you thinking of kurt cobain I guess no, I wasn't at all. Oh, okay. Russell, I was thinking of the letter U. Kurt okay. and Ru- like they both have U in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so Russell, what? And he's and, in focus. He's the only man in in focus. Then there's three out of focus guys playing like like singing, playing bass, and playing drums. And then it says Stillwater. And like Jason Lee's like, I'm just one of the out of focus guys. Like he's all mad. Yeah, you know, and that turns into a massive fight, obviously. And then, what does Russell do after that? He wants to hang out with real people, quote unquote. So they're just—he's with William, the the little reporter, and they are outside in Topeka, Kansas. And a guy drives by. He's like a teenager, and he's like, "Hey, man, you're from Stillwater. Do you want to like hang out and come to my party?" And Russell wants to hang out with real people or whatever that means because he, you know, is yeah. annoyed by the band members or whatever. And so they go to this like high school party and then he does acid. So uh, Russell is drinking acid from beer beer cans, I guess, or like a Is that possible, cup. first of all? It you can was, drink acid? Yes, acid is, can be liquid, of course. Yeah. Okay. I mean, actually, back in the day, acid, like, was usually liquid and then they started uh, okay. doing tabs of acid but, okay and and liquid acid is far more strong like and then what is he doesn't he some, goes does crazy so he's having a blast obviously but then he fucking is like tripping like crazy and he eventually finds his way on the roof of the house with his shirt off and, and what he's does he say? screaming i am a golden god and uh everyone's cheering they're going like Woo! and he's like i am a golden guy keeps saying it yeah and then um and then he says, uh, and my last words are, I'm on drugs. And then the crowd laughs and loves it. And then uh, William from down below goes, I think we need to work on those last words. And then he goes, oh, okay. How about uh, I dig music? And then everyone's like, eh. They hate it, right? They, they're like, eh, that's not so good. And then he goes, I'm on drugs. And then they laugh again. They go like crazy, which I thought is a kind of a funny stand-up comedy. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah. Such a funny, like, oh, let me say pee-pee and poo-poo and get the crowd all excited. Right, right. Because it's like high school kids. Jokes. Right. Exactly. So That's like true. they don't, they wouldn't be like, oh, I dig music. No, they're um, just like, I'm fucked up. Yeah. So he, and then he jumps off the roof into the pool. And then um, 
after that, what it's a, they, how they does get, he get back on? He's all tweaking and shit, but they get the manager eventually crowds him. They go back on the bus. And, and how do they all, and they all hate each other, right, at this point? Yeah, they're, like, very, like, upset with each other, clearly. Uh, it's not going well. On and then board. how do they become friends again? Uh, Tiny Dancer starts playing, and uh, Kate Hudson starts singing, and then everyone else joins in. And they, what do you, oh, we have less than a minute. So can we, are we going to stop and then can you start it again? We have a minute and 47 seconds. Okay. Uh, yeah, we could stop it and start it again. I'm just going to have to stitch them together. I'll do it for you. Is that cool? All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. So uh, part two coming up. Okay. So we're back to almost famous explained by Alex Pashera. Mm-hmm. Well, hi. Um, okay. So, so after they all um, sing on the bus, right. And become friends again. <laughs> What yeah. did you think? What do you think of that? Do you think that that's realistic? I mean, I, I feel like it's it's an iconic scene, but have you ever been in a really huge fight and then you just a song came out and you all just start singing it? And I mean, uh, let me think about this because I do think I've been on long car rides where I've gotten annoyed at someone in the car, maybe a family member, maybe even just a friend, and then you know some song that you both like comes on and it kind of quells the mood or makes it like easier to talk about. I've never full on just belted it with the other guy and made. i think it's you know i guess it kind of represents the whole movie because like you know camera crow clearly loves music and it really impacted him is kind of the power of music and how they love music so much that it kind of like the whole thing about music it like brings people together well if you think about it that is the movie is that these three different groups of people are tied together by just loving music so you know russell and the band they love music. They play music. They write music. They're obsessed with music. But they're like older. They're much older. They're much more mature than the other two sets of people. Uh, Who are the other sets of people? Band, the Band Aids and William. Okay, so right. William, you know, William is like the untouched virgin, like you know, the sheltered boy. Obviously, right. Uh, the girls are like these, like you know, super um, outgoing and also like you know experience beyond their years like type of stuff but 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 you know fun loving kind of careless but but good people right like you know still still innocent in their own way not like the the band members who are like more they're like darker you know what i mean and like, also in the so there's they a all thing. love music that's the whole reason that they all know each other that they're all tied together by music that's that's it but I guess that what would you say is like the conflict then, you know, cause like every movie it's like, there's a conflict and yeah. you know, that may, what, what is the conflict here? Cause this he's is, what the major, the conflict is that the, um, that basically Penny doesn't, you know, she's getting used by these bands and she actually is like a, this genuine, genuinely wonderful person who like lights up a room and like, you know, it's fun to be around and they just sort of treat her like shit and basically rape her. They're like raping her essentially. I mean, like, it, I don't know. It's like pretty <laughs> fucked up. I don't remember that scene, but yeah, yeah. But you understand what I'm saying? Like they're trading her for beer and shit. It's like fucked up shit. She's 16, dude. Well, okay. Yeah. So you bring up a good point. So I guess like this hasn't aged great. That's what I meant. Like a statutory rape, you know, like, right. I was going to say, wow, I, 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 I guess you really got the, uh, the ultra extended director's cut, the, yeah, the Penny yeah, yeah. Lane rape part. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. you're right. Because I mean, how old would you say Russell is in this? Is supposed 28 to be? minimum, minimum my age now. And she's 
16. basically said she's 16 and that well, was illegal 100 no, yeah for sure and he and her friends are even younger or something like one of the friends looks like she's like 13 dude and they fucking deflower him that's one of the best scenes he, he basically loses his virginity to the three other band-aids while penny watches him which is kind of oh, wait a so move. i just want to go, wait so i want to go back Sorry. to the um <laughs> the um okay well let's talk about that for a second so that's kind of a why do they decide to fuck him all of a sudden well, actually, it's it's a little it's a tiny little line in the movie, but one of the girls goes, "Oh, you're, you're lucky we're in Greenpoint. There's something to do in Greenpoint. Any other town in America, and you'd still be a virgin." After they fucked him, so basically they were bored and they were like, "It's time to deflower William," because they've been on tour with him all these. And weeks. they so, what do you think happens? Do you think all three of them have sex with him? It seems to be something like that. Although they imply later that the one of them in particular liked him more she's the one that like says bye to him she's the one that goes to anna paquin yes she goes to the uk with uh deep purple is is that that's her like last thing in the, in the movie but she i think is i think they're implying that like it was mostly with her or, or you're not even supposed to really think i think it's all three of them so isn't Nothing. that kind of insane that this kid who's like kind of yeah. a dork the his way he loses yeah. his virginity is yeah. by like a it's foursome awesome. yeah it's awesome and it gets a 13 year old kid to love your movie because you're like wow i want to be that <laughs> like that that's awesome i want that to happen to me um so all right so let so let's get back to, i just so the conflict you think is that they're all kind of treating penny shitty well no, yeah the, well the conflict is that penny is this like I, I think wonderful person. I think William notices. I think everybody notices that. Um, but the 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 older guys in the band like are basically just like, you know, they're they're pretty bad to her or whatever. They're using her awesome energy, getting basically like a drug. Like they're getting high off it and then just tossing it like in the garbage, right. you know. And like um, Penny just like lets that happen to her or whatever. Probably because she's young and not, you know whatever yeah because she's um, you know yeah, yeah. 16 she's not like and... old enough yet to fucking stand up for herself or something i don't know i don't know anyway um but it's uh william realizes this but also william's trying to get you know his story done so that's another conflict but the main conflict is that you have to she has to william has to try and get penny to realize that she's fucking up by doing this by by you know it might feel good in the short term to like impress these dudes but like really they're, you're getting all used but up. But also, you're it's awful. like it's that thing too. It's kind of is typical where there's like the young nice guy who's in love with the girl and he's yeah. really nice, and of course she's not into him, and of right. course she's in love with the guy who treats her the like older, shit. sexy band guy. Yeah, but but it's also that William is inexperienced <laughs> and kind of a dork. It's implied the whole movie that he's a dork. So I mean, you know, it's it's not. I don't think it's saying like she doesn't end up with William. That, so it's not that tropey, you know what I mean? Yeah. If she ended up with William, then it'd be like, oh, the sweet, nice guy got the, like that doesn't really happen in real life. And can know? I ask? So he keeps trying to interview Russell, right? Russell. And what, Russell and, is the focal point of. The and band. what keeps happening with with that? Well, Russell doesn't want. He he's he's so Russell's conflicted too. See, so he because he's like doing these bad this bad shit. He's cheating on his wife. He's um you know fucking a 16 year old but somehow you yeah. you like him at the same time because he's the he actually likes william uh you could see that like he he does have like some positive impact on william like he kind of becomes a father figure to him because you william so? doesn't 
Yes, William doesn't oh, have a dad. I, guess, I never, I never very, thought of that. William doesn't have a dad, so this is like the first male role model he's had. Even the the boyfriend of his sister is such a piece of shit. He's like a loser, right? So like, right. Russell does have some nuggets of like wisdom in there, but he's also obviously well. He also and dad. William kind of like worships him, right? He does in the beginning, but then William slowly realizes that he is that they're not your friend. Like Lester Bangs, like what he says was right, basically. And so that's a big running theme, right? Because Lester gives him that advice from the beginning, like be honest and unmerciful. And he says like, these people are going to try to be your friends. They're going to offer you drugs. They're going to give you a good time because you have such an honest face and they're going to love you. Wait, why is, um, he keeps saying, don't become friends with him. And why is that such a big deal? Because you have to, the best writing comes from being honest and unmerciful and, and you have to, Right, what actually happened, and not try to make them look good. Like, so would you say that's a big conflict? Is that yes, that's a he worships them, and he's trying hard not to become friends with them, but they're trying so hard to make them like him, make him like them. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, um, are they trying so hard to make them like him? Make him like them? Yes, they are, but also they're they're they they're still just like he does, just like them. Like it's not it's not that they're actively trying hard to make him like them it's more that he's got to resist liking them because he loves you know rock bands hey, so can i ask you something um one thing i noticed did you notice this is that the whole point is like he's going on tour with them yeah f- to do a story for rolling stone magazine but russell will they will never do interviews with him they keep being like th- this is one thing that annoyed me about the movie and see if tell me if you notice this we're like Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, so can I ask you something? And, and he's just like, hey, no, I don't want to talk, you know? Yeah, yeah. But isn't that like, so why are they letting him be on the road if they're never going to talk to him? Well, because they like his company. They, I think they do like him. I do think they like him. You, you think they just want him, a kid, hanging out with yeah, them? Yeah, they want, they do. They, they <laughs> Dude, these people that, that he, uh, Cameron Crowe went on tour with, that was definitely the relationship. No, I no, but I, I, yeah, but I mean, there had to, I think and I think it's implied in the movie there's a reason they want they want him to like them. Well, well of course, to make the story great. Yes, yes. Right, yes, right. Yes. But do you, did, did you notice that too that they just refuse to talk to him? Like about they never really give like Russell never really gives well, him no, an the interview. Lead sing, the lead singer gives him multiple interviews and it's like, hey, if you ever want to talk again, you know, I'm here. But the they, so he got what he needed from him, but he he could never get Russell's interview. And Russell was he didn't want to get. He didn't want him to warp his story or whatever. He keeps Did calling he him ever, the enemy. Yeah, and why do they keep saying that? That he's the enemy because critics are the enemy. You know, you could potentially write a bad thing about them, and they could plummet their. I guess notoriety or whatever. Did you know? Did you know this? Go like I mean, probably not, but like I, it was kind of a revelation to me that when you know Rolling Stone came to follow you around, that they were like trying to hurt you that would never i guess but i guess oh i i i just saw that i guess i grew up in an era where fucking journalists were so evil to people that that's yeah i knew that that was possible it's just how it is that they just would they're gonna make a cool narrative they're gonna make you look weird yeah and what about the, the the thing where um they keep being like oh we can't do anything bad in front of him but all they keep doing is bad things in front of him did you notice that (laughs) well yeah because they're probably in their fucking mid-20s and they're banging 16 year olds and they're fucking they don't they don't have a moral compass these people don't know like to do the right thing you know like so they can't even help it okay let me and so let me ask you so what do you think they're supposed to be a good band 
like in, like good musically yeah or like or I, they're like an up-and-coming band right i think you're supposed to believe that they're that it's a real band yeah like but a, no but do you think that they like are going to become like a big band well they did they did get the, the cover of rolling stone right but do you think that that means they're going to go on to back then it was pretty it was a pretty big thing uh well, I, I mean, don't yeah, know. It's still pretty I, big, I yeah. think so. I think the movie ends with them kind of like coming to terms with a lot of shit. Okay, so all right, let's get back to. It. So basically, what is the next big thing after? So they're um, they're on tour, right? Um, yeah. And what does William keep saying to them, like throughout the tour? Like, uh that he's got to get the interview. He's got to go home. He's got to go home. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. and, and then he d- does he go home or like what's no, they happening? Keep, they keep bringing him out. Like you got to come to Cleveland. You got to come to this place, that place, and they keep enticing him. And, and Penny Lane's doing the same thing too. And so then like both of them. Does something happen? Does someone come in a, a new character who's kind of a dick? Oh yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Yes, so Jimmy Fallon. He's not even that big of a dick. I think that he's just like he's like a more he's like a real manager. He's like a he's like an industry manager. He knows that he has the connections and he sort of like puts on a clinic in front of their, you know, amateur manager and says, hey, you should have sued that venue. But because you've ordered your contract, you didn't make the money. You know, and then do like, they um, they sign on with Jimmy Fallon. They do. And then what do they what's the big change from the well, they tour? go from a bus to a yeah, to a, like a private jet or like a. OK, jet. cool. And then what does something happen with like Penny Lane? Like does something bad happen? Yeah, what if I say no? <laughs> <You're like leading laughs> that's me, that's so. wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know what? No. I'd be like, that's wrong. Well, yeah, I just like obviously yes. Um, okay, so, yeah. Well, let's what, talk about that now. What, so you were saying the, uh, the what happened with Penny Lane? Sorry. What happens? Like, what is the big? What's another turning point in the movie? Where? Well, I mean, Penny obviously, oh, uh, with Penny Lane. I mean, I, I know mean, that, just what you know, it involves her. Like, bad things happen, right? Now, tell yeah. me the bad thing. <laughs> well, she, <laughs> she, she, fucking. Uh, they go to New York. She's not going on the flight because they trade her. For a, a a a beer and like thirty bucks or something, fifty bucks, fifty bucks and to like what band? To the Eagles? No, Humble Pie. Humble Pie. Fuck. And who's in that scene? There's a comic in that scene. There is. At the when they're all playing poker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh Phil Mitch, Hen- No, fit Mitch Hedberg. No. Yeah, he's one he's of the alive? road managers. Yeah, yeah. This was like one of his acting things he did. Wow, he's that's he, crazy. he's barely in it, but yeah, he's in it. Really so cool. then, um, so then, what does Penny Lane do? She's on the plane, and then what does she do? She uh, she fucking eventually meets up with them in New York because they're like, but the Russell's wife is out with them. They're at like dinner with Jimmy Fallon, and like you know, they're the, the, the Russell's wife and like a few other people, and then and, and is Russell's Will, wife there? Yeah. Russell's wife becomes the star of the movie, and then she takes over. It's actually not to be a jerk, but it's uh, his fiance. But okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'm sorry. Like, Uh, relax. I know you're trying to marry him off, but you know, I'm not ready to settle down yet. (laughs) Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, he's still in his uh, 16 year old fucking stage. So, do you? Or this is another thing I think is like. Well, so. what? Okay. Well, I was gonna say she has to get her stomach pumped. That whole stuff happened. Yeah. So she goes. She. So she's at like the restaurant, right? right? And then she's like, "Hey, who's that girl?" She's like, "Weird." And then, right? Because 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 she's looking at Russell like a lot. So the fiance says that. 
Right. But do you think it's weird that the fiance just kind of figures out that, oh, he must have been sleeping with her because she's looking at it? I mean, like he's like a famous rock star. Yeah, it was. That is weird. But they all they did. They threw in that response, like where all the guys were like, she was like, who's she with? And every guy other than Russell went me. So, right. I think that kind of I like, guess that's kind of weird. Um, but you're right. That is kind of stupid. As I say that. Yeah. How, yeah. He's a rock star. Also, like, wouldn't you be like, oh, my fiance is a rock star on the road for three months without me oh wow i can't believe you fucked a groupie oh no i think he she can believe it (laughs) i think that's why she's suspicious yeah i guess it's kind of like well i mean what did you expect you know what i mean right what did you expect well i mean yeah a little bit of loyalty (laughs) i don't know i know i know but so (laughs) um so then what, what something happens in her hotel with you said she gets her pump. Well, she takes a bunch pump. of quaaludes. Yeah, she has to get her stomach pumped because, and then William saves her life. Basically, that's kind of a big part of the movie. That's a big, yeah. And then what happens after that? She, uh, well, she's it's, uh, the scene. She's getting her stomach pumped, and then, um, and then, yeah, she realizes that William saved her. Uh, they. When does he? Re- when does she realize that? When does she realize that? Uh, I don't know. She, does she does she go to the ambulance or the hospital? I I don't think so. No, she like is on a plane or something. Yeah, but she realizes it on a plane. There's this, you know, they don't really, you know, it's kind of like she might be, you know, it's, it's up for interpretation. Um, what happens? Tell me. I don't, I don't remember this. She's on the plane and the stewardess is doing that announcement they do like, yeah. you know, please stash all whatever cigarettes or whatever smoking devices. And, yeah. um, she you know how like she keeps saying that throughout the movie yeah yeah so she's listening to her say that and then i guess william had said that while he was right before she had to get her stomach pump and she was ODing, and so she kind of like looks like she's realizing like it's like she's remembering what happened kind of and that he helped her and then she looks out the window and he's like in the airport like running with the plane like waving at her Oh shit! Do I? How do I forget that fucking scene? Do you remember that, that scene? Well, I all I remember is them talking after she kind of was like, "That happened." Like, doesn't doesn't she get kind of super sick? And then don't they well, talk after they talk? They after? do. They talk, and there's something she she tells him that's a big reveal. Do you remember that? Her name? Yeah. Lady. Yeah. What's her name? Lady or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lady. Oh, I get it now. Uh, lady. Uh, lady uh, Freeman. Lady something. No, man. Goodman. Lady Goodman. That's Not Lady cool. Freeman. That's so Amen. wrong. It's so, <laughs> no, that's it's so like, it's actually very there. close. Yeah. <laughs> so this is um the scene. I'm just gonna play part of it. This is what's the airplane part. I just Doesn't sound good, Tom. Does it not? It sounds horrible. <laughs> How about now? It's just music. Okay, well, it's basically like it's just music. <laughs> it's just music. I, I know. I guess it's an odd. It's a visual thing. So basically, she's looking <laughs> out. It's one of those very like movie-ish uh, yes. scene. He's really have you. So he did Jerry Maguire. He's really into this thing of. Um, guys running through airports because yeah, of women. I don't love the scene, but also it's forgivable because William's only 15 in this. So no, no, I, I actually really like that scene. I, I think it's one of the best scenes in the movie. Really? 
because I, I mean, it, it's very cinematic, but it's also very, um, I think what it represents, it's, it's kind of supposed to represent, you know, his innocence still. He's still at that age where he like, he would do that. He like loves a woman so much. It's like his first woman he's fallen for. It's and the he, first one for sure. Right. Yeah. And he's like running through an airport, like waving at her. And she's kind of realizing how, how like good he was to her. But, yeah. and the thing is like, he she won't ever be with him but she like does have feelings for him right. now oh, you know clearly. what i mean yeah yeah no well clearly and but he's she totally always, friend-zoned he's pretty friend-zoned that's the funny part of this movie is no matter what he is <laughs> his dumb head is he just doesn't look good enough so he'll always be in the friend zone but um, that was the original working title for this friend-zoned 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 um, is like you know like devil horns or like a exclamation point so um so what happens next is there another big scene oh man this it just keeps coming uh, i'm sure there there's right, tons well, of big scenes right well, like um, there's one like right that comes right now the plane crash scene well yeah we yeah that? okay that's it no that's yeah yeah what happens what's, what's, what happens there it's crazy they're in the private jet and it's a pretty wacky scene it's like a pretty funny scene because like it starts to go cartoonishly bad in the plane like the the shot is inside the plane and like shit is they're like flying back and forth the lights are going out and in uh things are flying in the, in the plane and, and what so, what's going to happen to it it's, 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 they're in an electrical storm and the the pilot goes you know we're going to try and land in a field and and then and then the pilot door swings open and you could see they're like panicking and so it doesn't look good it looks like they're going to crash so uh they all start confessing shit the bandmates and williams also in there um yeah and then also Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon confesses to killing a guy in a hit and run. Uh, he <laughs> says he feels bad about it. And then uh, uh, the the uh, the lead singer uh, and no Russell says he love. I'm sorry I didn't say it enough, but I love you guys. But then eventually the lead singer Jason Lee is like, we don't love you. You know, none of us love you. You're a piece. So of they shit. all yeah they all hate him, right? They basically that's what Jason Lee says. I don't know. Jason Lee's kind of a narcissist the entire movie. But then too. the other guy kind of says, "Yeah, too." The the, the bassist does. The bassist says that. Yeah, which yeah, is like he shit. Does. So yeah. it's like they all hate Russell. They do all hate the bandmates. Yeah, because he kind of is the like the I don't know. He's like the most talented one and whatever. Yeah. Um. But anyway, um, the what, and then the, the the drummer comes out as gay. And that's I think, is that I think that's his only line in the movie. Yes, that, that is his only line. He doesn't say anything <laughs> else in the movie. He says, I'm gay. And he kind of <laughs> screams it. And then like a minute after that, the lights come back on and they're they're fine. Oh, so, oh, oh. And and uh, William says some shit, too, obviously. About like I what? can't. Remember. Oh, it's good, too. He's oh, he, he says about Penny. He talks about Penny and he says, you know what Penny what happened to Penny last night while you were meeting Bob Dylan? You know, she was like she was about to die. I had to like save her. You know, so basically yeah. they were like, you're he, William was like, you're such a piece of shit. You don't even care about her. All that. Can I ask you? So um, did you. So the Seinfeld finale was like two years before this. Wow. OK. Does yeah. that remind you of the do you remember in Seinfeld that like that happens, that exact thing that they do? The plane? Yeah, they're in a plane and it starts going down and they all start kind of 
confessing things. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Like George confesses that he cheated in the, the contest with masturbating. Yes. I remember. And then Elaine actually. is like saying, I've never said this, Jerry, but I, and then she doesn't finish it because of plane. But when I saw Almost Famous, that was one of the big um, critiques I had. I was like, oh, this seems uh, kind of like ripped off Seinfeld. I, that is, if it, if it was the finale and it happened two years ago, yeah, that seems like. How could you not know that, you know? I think this time it didn't seem as bad because the Seinfeld finale is so far removed. But when it came out, right. it was like it was like a year and a half later. So do you think mm. that that was that he ripped it off or do you think it was just kind of um, parallel no, thinking? It's either parallel thinking, ripping it off, or it's a feasible thing that could have happened. Not saying to him, but he may have heard a story about a band on the road. And the fucking like this sounds almost like a like a like a like yeah. a rumor people spread around like oh that guy admitted he was gay when the plane was about to go down then the plane was fine and so but now he's still straight right like, I could and, see someone saying that you know okay and then when what when he gets back to the airport what happens like what kind of is the uh, oh they're kind of like uh, it, it was kind of cathartic for everyone yeah yeah but then yeah. like plot does. That's the end of the movie. That's just cathartic. No, there's a few. There's a few other <laughs> things that happen. Uh, William is in the airport and is he runs into his sister, the flight attendant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she is like, "Oh my god, you know, you, you look terrible, but that's good. You're you're out. You're out of mom's escape or whatever. You're escape from mom." But then he's like, and then she's like, "I'll take you wherever you want. Well, uh, I'll, I'll take off work." And and then the next scene is them going home because he just wants to go home. Okay. And so he brings his sister back home with his mom and he forces them to like hug. He kind of pushes them together. Does he um, go by the Rolling Stone offices at any point? Yes, he does. Oh, shit. How does that, that go? Not good. <laughs> uh, first, they find out he's a kid and everyone thought he was a man. And then the whole office is staring at him. And that is like a horribly awkward scene, actually. Like, yeah. to watch. It's real. Like, everyone in the office is quiet. They're all like looking at him and he's, they're realizing he's a 15 year old. Uh, then they he hands in like a bunch of fragmented notes. They're like, we can't fucking do this. This is he's like, no, give me a fucking night. I'll put it all together. He brings it in the next night. It's great. It looks awesome. The Ben, the Asian guy, is like, this is a great story. We love it. We're gonna put it. It's 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 front page worthy. And then the fact checker comes in and says that the band denied ninety percent of it, and okay. basically uh, accuses William of fabricating the story. Okay, obviously and then isn't true. And then does that? How does that resolve itself? So that resolves itself. Uh, well, it takes a while, but eventually. Um, so Russell calls Penny. Penny Why? Because he feels bad, and he's like, "Hold on, don't hang up." You know, and does that whole thing, and he goes, uh, "I want to see you. I just have to talk to you in person. You know, you make me feel amazing. You know, yada yada." So then she goes, "Okay, what's your? Give me a pen, and or get a pen." She says, "And she me, yeah. gives. She she gives." Russell an address you think it's going to be to her place but he shows up and the mom answers the door it's William's place she wrote she gave him William's address because she wanted them together because they had unresolved issues obviously because the band fucking denied all these things that were actually true and it was an amazing story and it was a true story so uh, Russell goes he hangs out with William in the room and eventually it resolves itself by uh, Russell says he called Rolling Stone and said I don't know what's going to come of it, but I told them that everything you had in there was true. And then what is there at the end of that scene between Russell and William? They hug, right? No. Um, 
he finally interviews him. Oh, he finally interviews him. That's right. Wow. I'm fucking retarded. But so can I ask you, so that's kind of implying that he never gave him an interview. That's right. right? But he wrote the story about like everything he their saw behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just like who they were. He said, I, they, you know, they even said like, they have you in here saying I'm a golden God, you know, like, which is like true. Cause he was there watching him do that. You do know? you, can I ask you this? So, um, you know, we never obviously we never see the story, but like, how do you think that story paints them bad? Like, how do you think that story makes paints them who bad? The, the, uh, the, the band? band. Yeah, I think it paints them probably bad, but it also like not that bad. Like, like you could still be cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it would have ruined their careers back then. You know right. what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the story he wrote really is they don't really get into that you know but you know because i don't think he's writing all the shit about like and then he stole my girlfriend like i don't think he's like writing that you know right i think he's right. more like writing about a band that is clearly in fighting and fighting about themselves but it's like it makes them interesting i think probably like i wouldn't do you remember wanna... have you ever heard this um do you remember like the term the brat pack do you know what that is yeah like the 80s movie teen stars or whatever yeah so they so it was like emilio estevez do you know yeah. who that is and like yeah. rob, emilio Lowe estevez, rob Lowe, and, anthony michael hall uh yeah. molly ringwald so basically um they they were all coming kind of coming up and and new york magazine wanted to do a story on emilio estevez which okay is so you know because he was thought of as like he, he was, was like to the be guy this, a tour director like he cool. was a guy that apparently they thought was going to be like this uh a director wells guy yeah <laughs> i mean it's so it does not age well because so um, didn't pan out he yeah. did like men at work right after that yeah. um <laughs> um which was not orson wells ish at all but um i've never i didn't even know it so they were like hey would they send it it's very similar to this they were like hey we're gonna send an interviewer to hang out with emilio estimus so he was like <laughs> oh emilio estimus was like had this idea it's like oh i'm gonna call my friends rob lowe and judd nelson and we're and have them hang out so that we'll get show the guy a good time and, and it'll be a really good story yeah and i guess they were just kind of douchey kind of like this where they just were kind of idiots and hit and so he wrote a story and he coined the term the brat pack saying that they were just kind of these bratty you know kids running around hollywood and oh shit i didn't know it came from that oh, no wow. what the brat pack yeah that yeah. came that term came wow from that. And so that so, obviously spring you know that skyrocketed them into fame right i think that that was the big problem is that it was such a catchy phrase that yeah. um it like really caught on it but, became a good thing for them for well sure. but see the thing is this is what's interesting so that the, i guess that's why i'm talking is like when i heard about that story i didn't i don't even know if i read it but i, I read it later and like it just kind of sounds like they have really cool lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're kind of these cool guys, you know, walking yeah, they get to do whatever they want, but yeah. they all thought it like they all, uh, they all kind of like, uh, blame it for ruining their careers. You know what I mean? Um, what? which they might be scapegoating cause their careers kind of went to shit. So they might be I, like, well, that was because of that art, but they all were really angry about it for years. Well, like, are they saying that because maybe like, people in hollywood back then read that story and were like we don't want to work with these people anymore was that is that what happened i mean i because I, it doesn't, I don't think it's it's like their fans being like that makes them uncool like that no like i think maybe makes them not want to be like worked with by other adults maybe i don't know i mean i don't know though i mean would it it's not really no, like um know. 
I so th- I th- this always kind of reminds me of that where like Stillwater seems really concerned about the story like right. they're going to look like dicks but right. I don't know do they really you know I guess it's kind of an interesting thing when on the outside you have a perspective but on the inside if it's you you think of it a different way you know what I mean so Yeah it, well think about it let's say hypothetically someone was writing a story about you the New York City comedian and right. let's say they put, they put like it was on a high profile magazine and they put, you know, they didn't criticize your comedy. They basically say like you're a good comedian, you know, whatever. They don't like write like that you're bad at comedy, but they they tell a few personal details that are like revealing and like you're like, oh, shit, I don't know if I want this out there. Like, yeah. would that fuck you up? Yeah, I'd be. I'd, I'd well, probably that's be probably upset. how they felt then. Yeah, because I don't think the Brat Pack thing is necessary. I don't know. I didn't read that, but. This thing is like his wife is involved. Like, I'm sure there's like, you know, serious consequences to these stories. Right. I mean, yeah, you're you're I guess I always you know, this is a thing I was thinking of is like, I'm sure Cameron Crowe didn't do this, but it'd be really interesting if he actually wrote he he like released the actual article that was written. You know what I mean? Like for the. Like it, that seemed that's something like Tarantino would do if he had made this movie. You know what I mean? Like Tarantino would release would write the entire article that he that William Miller wrote and then release it. You know? Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. That would be awesome, right? I think that that's would like make a this, cool. That would make this the best movie in my. But it, I, it I would like right. It. It's a personal. It's a personally. I get why people don't. Maybe maybe not everyone loves it. Uh, it is long and 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 it's you know it's not an action movie which some people like seem to love. I well, guess. one thing I one thing I was struck that struck me while I was rewatching it is I really liked it this time and I think it's because there's not really many movies like this anymore. They don't really release no. like in theaters. They don't make these no. movies. But this was like them. this was like a big budget. Yes. just drama about yep. like characters you know good what I mean? story with just characters yeah just ca- invented characters but like based on stuff but, but right. yeah, their own people their own independent and it's kinda... like people don't you know no. this was at a time when they were just making those movies and now yes. they just don't do that anymore so it's like when i was watching it i was like oh wow i remember when like i'd go to the movies and there'd be like people in the movie and there was something happening and it was interesting and they weren't fighting and they, they didn't drive a car through, you know, through a, a building. And you know what I mean? Right. Exactly. Or like they're not superheroes or have powers. Like, no, I, I, I agree, man. I think that there's such a lost. I don't even really love. I, I don't know. I, can't, do I don't you, love um, the movies. Anymore, do you man. like um, the title? Yeah, I think it's one of the best titles of all time. Do you, I, I, I think it is a really good title. I think it's a phenomenal title. I think it's highly relatable to me as a, someone as a comedian in New York that is not not even close to being almost famous. But I would say I have friends that are almost famous. I have a lot of friends that are almost. Yeah, famous. and, and it, uh, there was a. Cool. Um, I mean, there was a um, a T-shirt. I I went to LaGuardia Performing Arts High School, and. Um, when I was a sophomore, you know, it was a lot of like artsy kids. And I, when I was a sophomore, there was a senior guy who was a really good actor there. And he, one time I saw him wearing a shirt that said almost famous. Yeah. Is it from the movie you think, or was it just, no, no, this was way before the movie. So he, he, that was like a thing that was in the zeitgeist. Like that was like a shirt. Cause, and you know, the guy was wearing it kind of, it was like a joke. Cause a lot, you know, I I went to the fame school and it was kind of like almost famous. Right, right, right. That's that's like a, such a pretentious shirt to wear at a fucking art school. 
I'm well, sorry. I mean, maybe I'm being a dick. I don't no, know. No, no, but you're right. But it, I'm it was gonna wear kind my of... own most famous shirt to my art school class. It's like, all right, dude. Well, you know, I I guess you're right. But you, the funny part is that the guy who was wearing it kind of became almost famous. Really? Okay. His okay. name is um Danny Hawk. Do you know who that is? No. Exactly. So right. he so he's done a lot of stuff and he was like kind of this he did these one man shows and he was really successful in in some way but he was so it's I I always think of that because mm-hmm. it was almost like him telling the universe mm-hmm. I should be almost famous you know hey, almost mean? famous is not a terrible thing to be it's so, a pretty fun you know, place All right so I'm going to ask you um like some trivia and try to answer as best as you can. So do you know okay. the, the original title of this movie? No, I didn't. I, I didn't know there was another title. Do you know it? Yeah. It's called it? um, the Avengers. No, it was um, <laughs> untitled. Is that that was what it was going to be? Or was that just every, every movie's previous name was untitled because it was literally untitled. Well, you said you watched the longer version last night. Oh, wait a minute. It's because he's not able to finish the story and it's called Untitled. I don't know why it is, but in the I did. credits. I watched the extended, yeah. In the opening credits, you know, when they're. How, do you remember what, how the opening credits go? <sighs> I don't. He's like actually. writing. It's like him writing sure. it. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And when it goes to the. Where it would usually say almost famous for the titles, it says Untitled. Mm, okay. So I guess that was the title of the movie for, for a little while. Oh, okay. okay. Um, can did this win any Oscars? Yes, best. Uh, what was it? Best uh, original screenplay for yeah. by Ca- Cameron, right? Yeah, Cameron Crow. Yeah, Cameron Crow. Can you name um three other Cameron Crow movies? <laughs> I don't think so. I think you already said one in this podcast that I fucking forgot. Um, okay. Oh, oh Jerry Maguire. Because yeah, only only because you said it three times. Okay. Podcast. Uh, I don't know any others, but I know them. I probably know them. I just don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, say anything. Uh, yeah, I've seen say anything. Although, oh, I don't like that movie that much, honestly. Really? Why not? Because uh, I, I, everyone told me I needed to watch it. It's like, and it is up my alley. Like coming of age, you know. Like seems like a like a like a good story. I watched. It. I could not get into it at all. I, I found him annoying throughout the entire really? movie. Yes. Why? Because he's like. So, I don't know. It just seems so so stereotypical that character. But I guess that's what every character is based off of. So it's like hard for me because I've seen it after I've all, seen all the replicas of it. I I don't know. I felt like I was watching a fake thing. Like the whole okay. thing just seemed so fake. It was like I didn't buy it. <laughs> okay. I hated um, I hated his hair. It's all of it. Like I didn't like any anything. John about Cusack, it. his hair. Yeah, yeah. He has a weird hair in that movie. Yeah. It's like, it's like a mullet. It's like a mullet, but not a mullet. Like it doesn't have like long hair, but it's like a short-haired mullet. It's weird. Age That's funny. I've never, <clears throat> I've never heard that critique of that movie. Well, you know, it's like the '80s hair, like that that '80s fucking hair that guys had. Like, yeah, you know what? I know what you mean, but I, it wasn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, but when was the last time? Yeah, you, you really that? didn't like. The, I saw it like literally like uh, a couple minutes ago. No, I oh, saw really? it. Like, no, I uh, did like literally like a year ago. I saw, I it. saw it like a year ago. Okay, that was the first time I saw it. it was like a year ago. Um, my, my mom says, you know, she loved it. Everyone can you, that. um, well, do you know, you, you won't know this, but do you know, like, what was the first, like, thing in showbiz that Cameron Crowe did movie wise? Like, what was the first screenplay he wrote that got produced? Uh, no. I if mean, can I make a guess? Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. Make a guess. 
Um, Apocalypse I, Now. I love rock bands. Okay, is it Apocalypse Now? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's love a, story rock about, a story written by Cameron Crowe. I love yeah, he wrote bands. it when he was 11 yeah. about Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, that was the article you wrote for Rolling Stone. <laughs> you can't say you don't know what it is. I don't know. So it was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He wrote it? He wrote the screenplay, yeah. Oh, and uh, our friend's Yeah, Molly, mom, her mom, Molly's Amy. Mom produced it. Directed it. Directed directed it i didn't realize this was a cameron crow okay well yeah and he um you probably you definitely don't know this so he based his screenplay for fast times on a he wrote a book fast times okay and he i did he know what he did is he uh he went back to high school when he was like 20 in real life yeah he just went he enrolled in high school and wrote fast times from what happened to him there wait you can do that you could enroll in high school at 20 years old is he lying I'm well, no, I don't think. I think he did it w with. He told the school what he was doing. Like he was like, "I want to go to this school for like a month, and I'm writing a book." <clears throat> I don't know. I think like in 1978, you could like just do things like that. Yeah, that's you know so I mean? wild. Like imagine <clears throat> trying to get away with that now. Like being a 20 year old yeah. male. Like yeah, I want to hang out with like the 14 year olds, the freshmen. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that would be like. Do you think you wouldn't be able to do even if you were like, "Hey, I'm writing a movie." At 20, no one would buy that. You're a fucking child at 20. So, no, you're not writing a movie. Oh, you're writing a movie? No. Like, what do you like? Nobody really thinks you're writing a movie at 20. I guess really? I feel like everyone though. who's 20 is writing a movie. No? Well, no, they're making videos on the internet. And then, uh, then that's true. No one's going. Into, yeah, you're right. No one's going yeah. back to school to write things. Oh, my God. No, dude. No, 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 no. That, that, yeah, I guess pre internet, it was just a different world. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. So, um, okay, can you name me? Um, all right. Uh, this, can you name five actors in this movie? Kate Hudson. Uh, I can't, probably, by the way. Kate Hudson. That's it. Jimmy Fallon. Does okay. that count? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, he's in the movie. Uh, Jason <laughs> Lee. Yeah, that's good. Is that three? That's three? That's three. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's four. Yeah. Wow, you're almost there. Oh, and uh, Zoe Deschanel, five. Oh, okay. There you go. But none of the main characters. I, I don't know William's name. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember Russell's name at this time. Uh, and then I don't remember the mom's name. Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. I always forget her name. Yep. Okay. Um, can you? All right. So the, can you name five Kate Hudson movies besides this movie? Man, I don't think so. Uh, she did that one with Dane Cook, like that was horrible. Uh, it was like a like yeah a dating movie. I don't remember the name of it though. Was yeah, it was that, like, it was that like a Dane, like a good movie. It was like a Dane Cook vehicle, like those the two. Yeah, movies do you remember like, when um when he <laughs> kind of had a film career? It was like two seconds, and they both tanked, and he was out, dude. It was yeah. He, I think one he of made the like most, I think he made like three, but he also made a lot of movies with. She made a lot of movies with McConaughey. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, she's amazing. Uh, really, I I think she's. Incredible I can tell you're looking. a fan from all the movies you can name that she's been in. Uh, she <laughs> is great. No, um, she's amazing in this though. Is she not amazing in this? I think you know she's what incredible. I didn't. You know, I didn't really. She's think 21. Much. Like no, I know, I I know. I I I didn't. It it this has happened to me a lot, especially with just with everything. Is like 
the older I get when I watch things now, I appreciate them a lot more because right. I'm like, no, I, I don't know. I, I think younger, I'm like, eh, she's not really doing anything that great. You know, you kind of have an attitude younger of like, I could do that. I could do that better or whatever. Not that I think I can be her part, but no, no. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. watching her in this movie now, I really thought she was really good, especially she fucking for nailed she, it. She hadn't done a lot and she's really, no. really young and she's carrying yeah. the movie, carrying the movie. She's the basically for two hours, the whole thing. What do you think? The kid? What, what do you think of the kid in it? Terrible actor. One of the worst actors uh, I've ever seen in a film. But it kind of, I kind of like it in a weird way. I've, okay, so, so that, you know, that was the big problem I had when I first saw it. I thought he was so bad. He's horrible. I, he goes like, what? He's got like a weird voice. Like, you um, know what I mean? He's, he's and I, and I appreciate it a little more now, again, watching it older, because when I was watching it, I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be yes, he's like he's supposed that. to be awkward. And, and it's also that um, it kind of works, although I'm not sure. I do think. The movie works with him being a bad actor. I'm not sure if he's this like amazingly sincere dramatic actor if it would work as well. Which is I'm not sure if that was intentional. I but I I like it that he's bad. I really kind of do like I it. think this could have been if you put the a really good young actor in it, this could have been a career making yeah performance if you had like a really good young actor i agree actually he was so bad why did they pick him i don't think he's like it's like he's 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 not like great well i mean you know what you know what what is indicative of it is like he kind of didn't do much after this you know what i mean like yeah yeah he was like it's like he's starring in this huge great movie and like no one wants to put him in anything yeah it's just like yeah, because everyone saw it. I think it was like, oh, <laughs> but it's guy, weird because like sucks. it's such a good. But I mean, that's a weird thing. Like, yeah, it's such a great movie, and but the main guy who's in the whole he's movie horrible. isn't that great. He's you know, what really, I mean? he's like really bad. It's one. But of my you don't really movies. hear of that happening. Like, man, I love that movie. How about that guy who's in the whole movie? Yeah, he sucks. He sucks. Yeah, I. Well, there's so many things that make it more palatable. Like, okay, number one, his character is supposed to be uncomfortable and awkward the entire film. He's in a new environment, the whole movie and he's you know so it kind of works in that sense also he's a kid and so you just naturally like if it was a grown man that was that bad at acting it would be very annoying or uncomfortable uh and then and it's it was a grown man in that part if it was a grown man yeah because you can't that, you can't right somebody's pretending to be young it would no no i mean no <laughs> what I, oh no yes i see what you're saying they got the real like if they deal. got like kurt russell to do did. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm 15 he's like fucking get a mustache um right, they right. um they got a guy who really was seemingly 15 i don't know if he actually was but he looked 15 he looks 15 and yeah. you're right i mean that's kind of i that's think that's what a, it is i, think, I will actually. say i think it's an obstacle when you make films like this is like when you write a main character to be really young you really kind of paint yourself into a corner because you need to get someone that young yeah but then it's so hard to find someone really good that really young, young. and he's also acting alongside other young actors that are great and make him look bad right so Nate Hudson when I was shows him up like a million times in this yeah Bro, yeah it's, it's so uneven like how i actually kind of love that too in a weird way 
Because that should be the dynamic. I just love rewatching this movie, just seeing how much better of an actor she is, and just like it kind of like highlights it for me. It's like Jesus. But you know, and and interestingly, like her career didn't really become maybe what it should have. You I know, think she did pretty well though. I don't know the movies honestly. I couldn't name a lot of movies. <laughs> That's but. what I mean. Like, what? Like, can you name the last movie she was in? No, but she should have been in a lot of movies. That's She's what I mean. Good enough. Like, why is I think she, she not? She got terrible scripts. Those like movies they put her in, like like with like. Come on, what was that one with fucking the one you just said? Uh, Co- oh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McCon- those were terrible. I mean, I Matthew feel like she made is a good actor. Too. I think she made like three movies with him that literally are like the same movie, <laughs> and God. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> for a while there they made it was like kate hudson and matthew mcconaughey or ashton cooker a cook cutter kutcher ashton kutcher and uh the other one um mila kunis didn't they make the same movie twice too it's like yeah she's not that into you and then like the other version of it. i don't remember um yeah, you're right. So she made one with Matthew McConaughey called How to Lose a Guy in How to Lose a Guy. Days. Yes, yes, yes. And then there was like another one, like <laughs> Sahara or something. <laughs> and it was the and it was her and him again. But so this yeah, it was them again. You know, there was a lot of like uh put them put them together again. Like they acted like they were fucking, you know, Bogey and Bacall or something, you know. That's I don't know if you know what that strange. is. No, I don't know. What like is. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Lauren Bacall. It was like they okay. put them in but this just shows how like hard that business is because it's like yeah. Kate Hudson. This is such a huge movie, and she's yeah. a star, and she's great. And then she's in fucking How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Like that, well, that was, was the best. also a big budget at the time. That's I know, a, but it's Hollywood shit. fucked up. They made shitty. They really did make shitty big budget movies. And now we don't have good shitty, uh, good big budget movies because like they realized those were losing money because they weren't good. And now, now all we get is like action movies and Marvel. And I movies. think the problem is sometimes those movies did make money, like the How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days and like, quick money, but it wasn't a staying power. Like you know, like nobody watches How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days now. There's no way people watch that. No, I've not. I, I mean, I, am, is it, am I, I being sexist here? Do women watch no, that people, movie? Um, I mean, I know, don't hear about it like ever. I mean, it is underwatched. Um, it's almost famous is underwatched. Yeah, no, but you know, but, but I people do. Do you think it's it's gotten more of a reputation as it's gone on? Like it's got a better rep than yeah, it's, it's definitely got a better rep because uh, I think it didn't do well at all when it came out. I think it did okay, but I, I all right, know, you know, this is a this is a trivia thing. So, do you know who was originally supposed to be Russell, the the actor who was supposed to play Russell before this guy? Um, Vince Vaughn. Wait, are you just like completely saying whatever? I was taking or? a shot in the dark of a, like okay. a, like a white guy. Um, no, it wasn't him. It was Brad Pitt. Oh wow, I could see Brad Pitt in this. He's supposed to be like the most handsome guy. Do you think he? You know, and what's funny is like Brad Pitt was very like he was really close to doing it, he and then he kind of it. he pulled out at the last second. And when I was rewatching it, I was kind of like. It doesn't that doesn't age great to me because it's like why not do it, Brad Pitt? Like what are you like? What yeah. if he did like meet Joe Black instead? You know what yeah. I mean? Like why? Yeah, that's weird. And it's not like he wasn't down to do like a role that made him look like not the good guy or something like that. Like he did fucking Fight Club and then like the other one where he looks he like did a Fight Club right seven. before this. Yeah, he did Seven. And he did uh, yeah. And this is what I was dark thinking. movies. Yeah, go when ahead. I was watching when I was watching it, I was almost thinking. 
it's good he didn't do it because he would Brad Pitt was such an icon and so famous at the time that I do, I think he would have overtaken the movie because it's kind of it's kind of good that Russell doesn't completely dominate the movie where it's not about because mm-hmm. it would have been like about Brad Pitt you know what I mean mm-hmm. well I mean Russell's in a lot of the movie so he. I get it. I get it. Uh, but probably, but but it's easier to to um yes, it's easier see the character of the Russell character. right right because right. you don't really know. But Brad Pitt, you'd be like, oh, this is Brad Pitt. Right. Pretending. I would I would be saying Brad Pitt instead of Russell, and I would be like I'm saying Kate Hudson instead of Penny Lane. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's good that you didn't know. And again, it's almost. I mean, there's a little bit of irony that a lot of the people in this movie ended up being almost famous. Yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah, like the kid is basically almost famous. Like he has this for the rest of his life that he did this, but nobody will recognize him now. Whenever I see him in a movie, I'm always like, oh, yeah, the almost famous guy. He's been in other movies? Yeah, he was was in... um, What does he even look like now? He just kind of looks like that. but like Goofy-looking kid. He was in um, Gone Girl. What? I got to see this guy's name. What's his name? Patrick Fugit. Oh, what a terrible last name. Patrick Fugit. Yeah. So like he he kind of just every now and then shows up in a movie. Like oh, he does look like that guy. Yeah. I mean, he obviously, looks this, but he just looks like an older version. Yeah. But. um, Yeah. So I, I don't know what uh, I don't know what I uh, what else I was going to. Well, yeah, you were that. saying every time he pops up and something. I think like, I got a contact high from you. Oh yeah, you're you're pretty slow right now. Yeah, man, he's got that weird look, man. He's he is just weird. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, this will just be all right, this will be like the last thing. So um so Jimmy Fallon was in this. Can you um th- there was a yes. time where they were trying to make him uh a movie guy. Yeah, fever pitch. Okay, so yeah, can you name besides that like th- two other movies he was in? Shit, two other? Uh I know Fever Pitch, which I don't hate, by the way. Uh, and uh, well, you've seen Fever Pitch, <laughs> yeah. And I, I shame <laughs> shamefully mentioned that I don't hate it. Um, he was in another one that was just, um, I, I don't remember, I, I think like this, um, buried his film career. Okay, let's hear it. Taxi, oh, yeah, didn't this bomb with Queen Latifah? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how was that didn't work. How that didn't work? Oh. Him and Queen Latifah. I mean, what what a powerhouse comedy duo. That's such a weird duo. Yeah. Um, and oh. it's about. I, I guess I didn't see it, but he like. I guess he's drives a, taxi a taxi driver. Yeah. But um, that's terrible. So I don't know what. <laughs> I think so, I saw that in theaters and probably like walked. Wait, out oh wait, you saw it in theaters? I don't no. even remember it. Yeah, I think I did see it in theaters. Like I was a young kid, I think, and I saw it. I saw Fever Pitch in theaters. Like that was when I went to the movies when I was like fourteen. You know, so I definitely saw a lot of shitty movies in the theater. Um, and then th- there was another one, but I-, I can't remember what it was. But I think you're right about Taxi ruining his film career. It must have, right? Because I feel yeah. like um, after um, after that, he kind of floundered for a little bit, right? And then, and, and then he got the yeah. Then he did the late. Do you night. think that that's when they were like, "All right, dude, you're not a movie star"? Yeah, probably. That those those guys that run Hollywood, yeah, somebody yeah. made that. Harvey back when in his heyday before all the shit. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was just Can, picking everybody. Um, can you uh, and and also can you name the last movie Cameron Crowe uh, made? 
Is it almost famous? It's not. No, no. It's a movie called Aloha. Have you ever heard of that? No. When did he make perfect, it? This is a um, 2014. It came out. Okay. Which is a very, this is a fitting way to end uh, this because okay. with Aloha. 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 Um, because that means goodbye. And oh, it does. I didn't know if it meant hello or goodbye. It means hello and goodbye. There you go. Um, That's why I was confused. Aloha. So, uh, but it's funny because uh, it was so bad. It was kind of like said aloha to his career. It's <laughs> a little harsh and snarky. <laughs> aloha. You at you had me at aloha. Yeah. You yeah. lost me. You had me you at also aloha. Lost me. At aloha. Yeah. You lost me at aloha. <laughs> yeah. If I reviewed that movie, that would have been my. So would you? Um. Would you say title. this is one of your favorite movies of all time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still do that. I don't know why I like it so much. Well, here's why I like it so much. Look, I, I should say, I don't know what it is, but I kind of feel, I feel like I, I, I have chased. Um, I like hanging out with people that are like trying to make something of themselves, like they're trying to be famous, which is such a crazy idea. I kind of like it. That's like, like I like being a comedian. I like knowing comedians, and I like hanging out with people who are doing TV and just trying to do things or make things and um i i'm i i don't know why but i i find it very cool to either be like a rock star or like a comedian or like a a famous person really not like you know a socialite but like you know a performer i really yeah and uh, can i ask you this so you know because like you know we do comedy and stuff like yeah you know i mean i know you probably have too but like i've personally been in situations where you're just all of a sudden around someone famous yes, for like yes, a night. Yes. So, yes. what is your? Do you do you like that or it, what is the? I feel it like depends, it's kind of. But what yeah. is the dynamic of that? Can you explain? Because it's, it's, it's weird. well, it's well. I think it's well done in this movie. Even uh, just the impact it could have, just sheer fame. When someone's like actually famous, like a real famous person, right? And you uh, are you end up like talking to them or you end up like in their circle. It, there's such an effect on me at least that I, I do like it, but I also understand why I, I like it when they're nice and they're chill. And then you're like, Oh, okay. And you could like kind of hang out with them and then it's fun. And then, and but then, then it's, but is it also weird? Like it, where you're like, I would say seven times out of 10, it's weird. Seven times out of 10, you don't know what to say. Because I feel and, like you, I feel like I, the trouble I have is like pretending like the, the situation isn't happening. That's what you have to do. You have to pretend like the situation isn't happening. And then you, if you could be yourself in that moment and then that person likes you and they're like super famous, that like always feels good. I don't know. Is that I, maybe I'm a fucking star fucker or something but i i think that that's like a fun thing to no, do. no like, it is but it's have you yeah. ever had it because i've had it the other way where I've i'll meet them bad. and they don't and they're like not nice yeah all the time that's, that's what i said seven out of ten times they're just kind of like they don't want to talk to anybody so like you just kind of don't but then you don't do anything you know and it's weird but it's not yeah. that weird you know i kind of still like the vibe of not those people in particular like the shitheads but just like there is a sort of community to 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 when you're in bands and you're playing gigs and when you're a comedian doing gigs there's like this community of we know what it's like to do what we do and then we perform for these audiences that don't really know what it's like to to do what we do right and so it's like this like kind of cool club to be in when you really break it down it's kind of that's what it is even though it sounds so stupid to say it uh this movie is like it, it kind of makes me feel 
that sort of sense of um, wonder and like hope for the future and like, hey, maybe I'll do something with my life or be a performer or whatever. I just like it makes it it's such a cool time. You know, he loses his virginity. You know, it's like it's a it's a he learns about the world and how people really are. It's like it's cool, man. It's cool to see that because that's kind of how life really is. You know, people disappoint you, but they excite you and it's fun and then it's not fun. But then it's, you know, and then you have sex and then it's crazy. You know, all this stuff is is all, you know. I think highly relatable stuff, and uh, but it's also yeah just cool. relatable. I, the whole yeah going on tour with a rock band. No, <laughs> and it's relatable yeah. for me because no, I've been I, in no, bands being and a comedian I've done shows. It's right, both. it's both. No, it's it's both. true. Yeah. I, and you've had, yeah, like when you're when you do comedy, a lot of times you will just end up being around yeah some famous comedian. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's that's one thing that's really odd about comedy is how. Um, when I did it and started doing it as how accessible, like yes. you don't, you start realizing like, like, Oh, Jim oh, Gaffigan's these, right here. Yeah. Right. These famous people just kind of show up places, these huge yeah. comedians. And it's, yeah. they're just kind of like around. They're not, you know, you'd be like, it's funny. Yeah. Cause I've met people a lot, a lot of times I'll meet women and I mean, you know, or in the past I have, and they'll be like, Oh my God, I love this comedian. I love, the, I, I love them so much. And I'm always like, you know, if you go to that bar like three blocks down the street, like he's probably there. Like, yeah. you, and I'm sure he would have sex with you right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, they never go for some reason. <laughs> well, I I don't know if it's you know, and that's kind of an interesting thing too because it's watching this too is kind of you're watching them. They even have that line of like the the story is like about a mid level band struggling in mm. the harsh face of stardom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's kind of an interesting. They don't really they don't explore it that much, but kind of like um, uh, yeah, them adjusting to what it's like to be famous. That's why, again, why th- I do think that title is one of the best movie titles of all time. Um, it's really good. It's really good. I think yeah, and and because um, it's on like the come I, up, dude. Like we have a we have a few friends that are like on the come up or like have been through that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it's cool when when you're going through it with them. It's cool, like the access you get to certain shit. I mean, that I don't know why it's making me feel douchey coming off, coming across like that. But like, you know, we, you get, you get invited to certain things. You're like, when I was like 15, if I was at this fucking after party, if I was at the SNL after party, or if I was, yeah, you know, in, in a room with Dave Chappelle, and like, like I would be shitting myself. So I should, I appreciate those moments, and I kind of feel lucky to be in those circles sometimes, even if it's just not really doing. Yeah, much. and I've, and it's weird because I remember young, I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to be in the, in those situations, and then I like a lot of times I kind of found myself in situations where, you know, it'd be kind of surreal, like where I was. And I kind of found that I didn't like it. Like I thought I would, because I, you know, I, the, um, what I, what got annoying was the, I wasn't able to, um, express what was going on. Like I had to just be like, Oh, this is totally normal. Yeah. Yeah. And I couldn't right. be like, you know, like being you around it someone, hard to do that. Were you able to? I did it. I could, was I it could an do act, it. Though? Was it an act? It was, was like, it I mean, it was, I think like in those situations, it's kind of an exercise in how cool can you act? Yes, it is. That's a great way of putting it. And like the whole That's thing is exciting. that like you have to. Yeah. And then like, if you do do that, if you look like everyone, Everyone likes you. Everyone's like, oh, "Oh man, that guy's so cool." He just kind of hung out. He didn't really give a shit. It's exactly, exactly. I have to be like, have to do. (laughs) But that's hard because if you do that, 
sometimes you, nobody talks to you because you're just like being too cool. Like every, you're no just, one talks you know, to you or also like you just have to do just, it all the time. And you're like, well, I don't really. You're just I, fading I, into it, though. You're I just had like, some. I'm cool. Yeah. I don't know. I had some times where I was like, I knew some people kind of well who were like, you know, kind of famous. I'm like, I'd see them a lot. And I always yeah. just kind of had to be like, well, th- I've had this experience a lot where I'll know people and then they become famous kind of. And That's, it's weird. That because, happens in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's weird because like I'm kind of just treating them like the same way. Mm-hmm. But I don't and I don't know if they're different or it's weird. Everything's. I think what happens is they start to like not trust anyone. So like, yeah, yeah. I think I think what happens, you know, people are like, oh, well, they change when this but, happened, and I think like, no, um, it's it, that's why they change though, because yeah, they don't trust all these people because everyone else now is coming up for them for something, right? If they're famous, yeah. But they should trust you, the guy who knew them before they were famous yeah, more, yeah. right? You would think. That, I guess so, but you know, I, it's I like, Yeah, but I think they also get scared of like. Oh, they're gonna want something from me, or like you know, I don't know. It's just it's. I guess the whole point is that I was saying like that's kind of a big part of this movie is that it's like they're all kind of obsessed with being you know yeah around these people. And I've and I remember younger being like, oh, that would be so cool. And then when I was at first, I was like, oh, it's exciting. But then I was like, I kind of don't like this. Like I just want to go home and I don't want to be like an extra in their life tonight you know what i mean yeah Yeah, i got you on that like i don't want to be like but i mean i it's exciting but i it was one of those things where i like realized i liked it for like a night and then i never wanted to do it again you know what i mean wow yeah i don't know i still part of me like likes like like you wouldn't want to be on the bus with those like really pretty girls and like in william's shoes you know like like, I mean, like that's such a cool position. To be yeah, in. I mean, I think like young, like, yeah, young. Yeah. It's like would been like a crazy thing. But I think yeah. um, I'm trying to think if uh, I, I've met some, you know, I've met some like these icons and then they'll be kind of like mean. And it, that kind of freaks me out because then I'm like, oh, they don't like me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just like weird when like um, I that's think what like, it is, is it, it, I'm very hypersensitive and aware and it's hard for me to like pretend something isn't happening when it's clearly happening. And that's what the whole thing is when you're in those situations. And that is the whole thing. You have to be cool. Like I, I've been in enough of those situations where, and I'm not like not it's not like I'm like a fanboy, but you know, what I mean, like I've been in those situations where people and even with me, you know, like. I've like I have met people after shows who right. were like weird to me, and I'm like, dude, wh- just I'm nothing. So why are you nervous around me? You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, though they're into comedy or something. So well, no, they, they they they. But that's how they feel, man. That's I mean, people. I've seen. I definitely. It makes sense. You're really good. You do well no, on no, stage, but, and then. But people, I mean, like, and that's what it is. Like, I can yeah. I can tell a lot of people who are maybe like very visible run into a lot of people who are just weird around them. So I think, you know, yes. when you're not weird, it's like, oh, here's someone who can act it's like a good, normal human being. Which is being. comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, but yeah. anyway. I don't know. Yeah. Almost okay, well, people. yeah. So um, so Alex Bashara, thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah. I, I really appreciate you um, getting high and, you know, talking about one of your favorite movies, almost the classic, almost famous camera crow. <laughs> yes. Please watch this movie or add it or don't. I don't really care. Up it's to you. Funny. If you, if you want to, I would recommend did it. If you like, did you, you watch it high or did you watch it? No, Wait. I watched it. Um, I watched it sober. I think I've, I've watched this movie high many times. Probably. I th- I would say I've watched this movie like 50 times. So yeah, 
And had you ever seen the long version before this? Yeah, the long version is my favorite. I've known that since since I, you know, first downloaded the torrent file probably like 10 years ago at this point. Why do you think, you know, because I will say there's not, I don't, there, there might be a couple of moments, but there's not a lot of scenes where I was like, oh, I wish they'd gotten rid of this. There, there was a lot yeah. of scenes where I was like, why didn't they keep this? Yes, yes. The, they cut a full 30 minutes out of the theatrical release. Why do you think like, it's better long? Because most movies are bad when they put the things longer. That's why I like this movie so much. Like, It's one of the only movies that I don't want to end. Like, Even movies I like, I'm kind of like, all right, when is this going to fucking end? You know. But this one is like, it keeps going and I keep liking it and I don't want it to end. So, and that's even on the rewatches. So I don't know, but I, I think it's just because I, I really fall in love with all the characters. I not, not necessarily all the characters. There's some that you don't, you're not meant to like, but like the sincerity yeah. of this movie is, is like 10 out of 10. And I just feel like it's a real art to make a sincere movie or a sincere piece of art. I think when he, I think it, when Cameron Crowe, um he like really excels at that he's really good he's really good at it almost like spielbergian like spielberg is very good at that like the sentimental but not overly sentimental but like actually like hits you like emotionally and it has the intended way has the intended effect and is sincere at the same time it's hard it's so it's so much easier to be sarcastic Right, and it's no, so hard to pull up, but he—it's weird. He when he's good at it, he's like amazing at it. Like, yeah. I mean, I know you don't like say anything, but that has moments. No, I got, I, yeah, I was, I was overly trashing on it. I it's, uh, it has moments of that, and then mm-hmm. um, Jerry Maguire definitely mm-hmm. has that, and this has it. But then it's weird, like um, he he sort of just stopped. Like I, he's one of those guys where like just he stopped being able to make good movies or something. Yeah, you, you get old and super famous for twenty plus years. Maybe it's like you don't have it in you anymore. I don't know. That's kind of, yeah. I don't know. Your perspective gets stale. Your perspective used to be this person who wasn't famous and trying to make it and had all this drive. And then I know. And arguably Spielberg might not have that as much either anymore. I could see that. Well, he's also aging, aging. What is he in his 70s? Yeah. But like he he still makes good movies. But um, I would say this is almost famous as Cameron Crowe's peak in his career. Definitely. definitely, I don't think it got better after this. No way. Yeah. This was like, oh, he's on fire. And, you know, um, so okay, thanks again, uh, Alex Pachera, and yeah, uh, thanks for uh, tuning in to Plot Smokers. Letb Le2B presents Plot Smokers, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, bye.